and welcome to I Spit On Your Grades, the results show for our zombie episode. You're joined by me, Faye, and my co-host. Are you expecting this to introduce yes. all of a sudden? Yes, I thought you could uh, take the initiative. That never happens. Uh, it's me, Mercer. And it's me, Chris, filling in some lazy hosting. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're here, obviously, to provide you with the results of our zombie show. Um, but first of all, we're going to offer you up some of the little tidbits. Do you know what? I, I can't present because I never win. I'm not used to it and I can't present. It's normally you, Mercer, isn't it? Well, me or Chris, normally. But, you know, you're, you, you've been on a bit of a roll. You've won one. Um, start of a roll. I've won two. Um I mean, yeah, you won one that oh, You won two. That's it. You're in a massive role. You're doing that. You're, you're not doing any worse than me. I think. I think. I don't. To be fair, I, I, I don't think we've kept proper score of who's won what. To be fair, yeah. I I don't need a screen to feel your sarcasm. I don't know what you mean. You sarcastic bastard. Why am I being sarcastic? Well, you won two. Well done. I'm sorry for giving you praise for doing well. Are you buying this? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, well, I, I'm sorry, I took it back then. Uh, you won two, but they were, they were worthless wins for... Because two in the grand scheme of things is nothing when me and Kiss, Chris are kicking your butt constantly. You and like, Kiss? Freudian slip Chris. there? I Freudian slip? Yeah. Freudian slip. I don't know what to do. I'm nice and, I'm, and he's bad. I'm bad and he's bad. Like, you're playing me for a fool. You're playing me like a balalaika. I don't know what one of them is. Well, this is a, a, smooth, a smooth start to the results episode. Shall we get back on track? And Mercy, you can read some of the feedback that we've had. Yes, I can. As always, we put out the, the vote for everyone to, uh, you know, vote for their favourite of the selection that we presented in the last episode. We also asked for a bit of feedback on that. Um, we got a bit. Something to read, so that's yeah. positive. Um, so, I will just, um, I'm going to go with one that we got from Facebook. Um, it came from Shane Drake. Um, good job we know the films, otherwise we might have been lost. But <laughs> she just came in with, without a doubt, it has to be Rivera, Dawn of the Dead, original. Just in case anyone's confused. Um, the guy redefined zombie movies time and time again. There's no comparison between him and any other zombie director. Um, I'm true. I'm not arguing that, yeah. I'm not arguing that. That's accurate. I didn't feel it applied to Dawn of the Dead. But, guy's got a point. Romero's pretty sweet. Romero did an excellent job, and he did probably redefine the zombie genre. Hmm. I mean, most people, when you ask, like, if you said, what's the first zombie film, they'll probably most of them will say Night of the Living Dead. Hmm. Uh, it's not. So yeah, then we got some other feedback or some other comments on uh, Twitter. Usual suspects, you know, you know who they are. That wasn't even a film choice. <laughs> so yeah, so we had Darren Gaskell again coming in with, uh, this is quite nice actually, first time I think this has happened, four movies I really like. Oh! Picking Dawn of the Dead 78 because it's a great movie. It has the satirical edge about consumerism. The four leads in it absolutely rule. And it was a film that got me loving horror again. 
quite a few years ago after I really fell out with it. Two things from that. I want to know why you fell out with horror, Darren. Like, what, what, what was it that pushed you to fall out with horror? What could have come before it that would have that would have done that? No idea. And I said two things, but there's only one, really, which is, why did you fall out with horror? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like if you give things multiple numbers, it creates a sense of importance. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of do it before even thinking about what I'm going to say sometimes, so... I've multipleized it. Multipleized it's a real word. Um, <laughs> without actually um, thinking about it. You should use the Kelly Kapoor method from the office. If you want to number something, number one, how dare you? And then go into your point. Okay. Yeah, but then he's just having to go at Darren going, how dare you fall out with horror? Yeah. Who do you think you are? I'm just saying um, if you find yourself in a numerical pickle in the future, there's your out. Just start with number one. Mm-hmm. Number one, how dare don't you? Say, don't say that there's more than one thing. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, we also had um, Neo, or Horror of Dracula, coming in. He actually came in with a lot of points. He uh, did, bless him. Kind of give a little bit of an insight to, to more things. So I'll just pull a few things out. So first of all, I'm going to pull out, because it's, it's imperative that we get this message out there. Great episode. That's that's all I wanted to say for that one. Thank you, Neil. <laughs> Thank you. Great episode. No, you put a great episode. The cases made for the selections were compelling and contained many good points. And there isn't a bad selection amongst them, with films ranging from good to genre classic. Oh. So I'm guessing that's like from Life After Death to Return of the Living Dead. Um, <laughs> one could think. Um, he did talk about Life After Death. He did say it has its funny moments. Um... And he'll always watch something with Aubrey Plaza in. Um, but sadly, it doesn't compete for the top place in the genre when it comes to zombie films. Uh, Neil also went on to say that Romero is a titan, um, and he did use the Herald Dawn of the Dead as one of, the, one of his best films, but things have changed over time. Um, and then just summing up what Neil said was, taking into account all of the movies... Um, he does think that Mercer wins the day with his selection of Return of the Living Dead, mm. uh, featuring the best zombie creation of all time in Tarma, um, which is true. Yeah. So there wasn't really much else out there on from the zombie episode, which is a shame. Um, I will say um, I am having some issues with social media and actually viewing anything that people are putting on. I'm not just hiding that, but like when, when we share our post, I can't see them, and it doesn't notify me if there's any notifications. Right. So, which, it didn't used to do that. I used to be able to look at everything, but something something's changed on the good old Facebook. Mm. So, yes, yeah, so that's, that's, that's the feedback. So, do we want to do our favourite section? Yeah. Um, did, what what were we expecting last time? Rap, death metal, or my beautiful vocal stylings? Well, I think we have had rap, we have had death metal, and we have had beautiful vocal stylings. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do an impromptu a cappella choir. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do oh. that. <laughs> this is going to go terrible. This will be okay. fine. So we just lead. I'll just lead in with one, and then we'll just follow in and just do it that way. So if he does one, I yeah. do one, you do one. 
That's wah, yeah. wah, wah, star with you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, go, go. Wah, wah, star with you. Review. That was magical. I mean, if we haven't got a fucking record deal by Monday, people get that for people get that for free as well. We don't even charge them for that. You wait, Spotify, Spotify Monday will be their number one streaming track. I I did record it, oh. obviously because we're recording right now, <laughs> and I will upload it onto Spotify. I won't because I don't know how you do anything like that. Uh, um, other other than putting a podcast onto Spotify, which we don't even do. It's done for us. We let, we let others do the technical work. We Don't just, worry, the, the people will sort it, whoever the people are. The podcast people will sort it and get us out there. Anyway, one star reviews. Chris, would you like to go first? Yes, I am quite happy to. Let me just bring up my quality one star review. Okay, so this is from George Smith. Schmidt. Schmidt. No, nothing to say about your name. Nothing, <laughs> nothing <laughs> inherently funny about that. And this one is titled Undead on Arrival. Mm. Uh, you can see what they did I there. I what he did there. So, Life After Death. He does then just list the cast. So, I'm going li- to leave that. And just go, laugh-free, one-joke, rom-com, zom-com, with a very game plaza. Honey, fire your agent immediately. He returns from the dead as a smooth, jazz-loving, anger-management zombie who winds up causing all sorts of polite society ills for a confused family and beloved boyfriend. Dahan is the only one who really acts up a storm for an otherwise forgettably awful film. The Crimes Against Comedy, let alone humanity, is first time and hopefully last time filmmaker Jeff Boehner, well, he's made another film since, so tough, <laughs> who wouldn't recognise a fart from an ad-lib in his tone-deaf attempt at satire, dark comedy or sharp skewered cul-de-sac audiences he's so desperately catering to while completely wasting his vast amount of talent acquired, squandering so much comedic casting is invariably sad and trust me, you would never want to see comedy guru Marshall as a member of the undead in spotty makeup and doddering dialogue. Undead on arrival. Ugh. God. Right, firstly, I imagine Aubrey Plaza's agent saying when he got her parts and wreck. I think her agent's doing a perfectly fine job. Can I just say that would have been an ample opportunity to go, firstly, how dare you? Oh, God, yes, it would have. I've completely missed the opportunity. Oh, well, maybe I should go. No, I'm not going to go back into no. it. I can't edit how funny I am. It's just. Secondly, see, I do have two points. Okay. Secondly, the director, as I said, has made a film. He made the really enjoyable horse girl. Um, Brie. Alison Brie. Alison Brie, exactly. Yeah. So he's, and you can see his style. You can see very much. Definitely. The life after Beth is very much similar kind of indie art uh, how, uh, kind of indie esque kind of stuff he's doing there. Horse girl was so weird. Yeah, it was. It was weird. It's a lot. It's a lot weirder than life after Beth. It's it's an odd one. I'd say give it a watch. Yeah. I think you'd like it. I think so. I say it's that review. That review isn't one of the worst ones we've ever we've ever read. At least he's 
he's got some kind of points. I would say, say there was only four one-star reviews for Life After Death on IMDb. I pointed out that's only because four people had watched it, but there you go. I mean, I don't, don't mean to brag, I think there's only four for Return of the Living Dead as well. Um, so, you know, don't make you special, Chris. But four. Four for a, a film that everyone hates. Anyway, so that's it. Thank you very much, George Smith. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Not even gonna say it. No, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just letting it hang there, like your name. Okay. I don't get it. What's it look for? I don't know if you're being real or not. No, I don't get it. George shit. Uh, oh my god, that's so juvenile. <laughs> what did you think? I don't know. I We're not making highbrow. We're not making highbrow podcasting. Right. Okay. We ready? Who's going in next? I will go in next, I think, with Dawn of the Dead 2004. Right, this one is titled Really Boring, and it's from a user called The Boiler. If it's an actual boiler, a sentient boiler, I'm going to be very impressed. So it starts, just don't bother. I thought I would see a movie with great suspense and action, but it grows boring and terribly predictable after the interesting start. In the middle of the film, you have a little so you have a little social drama, and all tension is lost because it slows down the speed. Towards the end, it gets better, but not really great. I think the director took this movie just too serious. In such a kind of movie, even if you don't care about the plot, at least you want some nice action. I nearly dozed off in the mid middle slash main part of it. Rating three out of ten, even though his review is one out of ten. I wonder if he's gone back. If he's if he's gone back in later, rage filled and gone right. No, I'm just changing it to one out of ten and not bothered editing his text. There was very few short reviews for both the '78 version and 2004 version of Dawn of the Dead. There is one underneath it that's really long, but it's got a really clever title that says "Yawn of the Dud," which I really liked. Um, but yeah, the boiler. Shut up. I think it's pronounced Deborah. <laughs> oh, what's, the, what, what, what's the origin of that? Deborah. Um, yeah. That's my one star review for Dawn of the Dead 2004. I'll go next to give you some um, breathing time for when you do the next Dawn of the Dead review. <sighs> so, um, just like Chris, there are only four one star reviews on IMBD. So, you know, so I went for the, the, the one that was easiest to read. Um, this came in from Dane Smith, iPhone 1. We all know who Dane Smith is, don't we? We don't. Oh, my God, I've got it wrong. I thought Dane Smith would be Dane Bowers, but that's Dane Bowers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. After Kill this gate, it could be Dane Bowers. You never know when he's going to strike. You never know. <laughs> so, anyway... Like to Dane Smith, hyphen one. Um, his review is titled The Stupidest Mover I've Ever Seen. When I first watched Return of the Living Dead, I'd already seen the sequels, and I wasn't really expecting a lot of this one. When I got done watching it, I realised I'd just lost an hour and a half of my life. Then I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the actors suck. 
I thought they were just stupid, no talented morons. Second, he's doing this point number pointing thing right. Second, there was the fact that it was a slap into the slap in the face to the zombie master George Romero. He then goes on to list George's films. I'm not going to do that. We're not stupid. You're on IMDb uh, as well. Just look on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zombies are supposed to die when they get their head or brain destroyed. And in this, they completely destroyed this zombie, cut his head off, cut him on fire, and he still came back. He didn't once he got burned, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was the fact that they could think and make decisions and talk. That was stupid. I said this to a friend once, and he just said... It ignored the Romero classics and it had nothing to do with them. Then why is this called Return of the Living Dead? It's just a cheap spin-off to get some fast cash. As a horror movie, it wasn't scary at all. And as a comedy, it wasn't funny at all. The only thing funny or scary about this movie is the idiot who would spend good money on it to get this. If you want to rent a zombie movie, rent a Romero movie. Or Resident Evil. <laughs> There you go. Was that from That's definitely from Dan Bowers. That's a defo <laughs> Dan Bowers review. Is that from the director of Resident Evil? <laughs> just gonna slip my name in here, <laughs> slip my film in. Yeah. It just came out of nowhere. Like Resident Evil came out of nowhere. And they're also quite intelligent zombies, I think, aren't they? No, like, they're, no, they're much, they're much. They're much staffed to this. It's not a good film. Don't go and watch. Don't watch. Go and watch Resident Evil. I enjoy Resident Evil, but you know, it's not Return of the Living Dead. Mm. No, it's not the. At least it's not the one that ends. Ends with the zombies attacking in a huge wave, and it just the film just ends without any climax. Which one is that? Is that that's one of the Resident three, Evil? Three. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's maybe Extinction or one of the other. What was I remember I went to the cinema to watch it, and after that I did also feel mad. <laughs> I think we went to the cinema to see that Mercer. I'm, I'm sure we we drank on a Sunday evening, and we thought it'd be a really good idea to go to the cinema and watch a Resident Evil film. Half drunk. I know we saw the 3D one, and it looked terrible. I couldn't even see what was happening with 3D. I think it might be the same. I think it may be the same one that ends with just yeah, her in the middle of the middle of. Just nowhere with a huge wave of zombies, and then the film just ends. A lot of people look pissed. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Oh, what's it called? Uh, like, is it um, Tsunami or Zombsana? That's Tsunami film with zombies. What's that one? I, I don't know. Oh, this, man anyway. was, this man was angry. If we're just putting two words together with zombie, then we could come up with much better films than Zomnami. We could have like yeah. Zomnado or Torombi. Torombi. Zomdo, about zombie dildo. <laughs> I can't even think of any natural disasters. Um, Zomfoon. Ty- typhoon of zombies. Z- Zermquake. Zomquake. 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 Or uh, Earthby. We're going off track anyway. Sorry, we're going anyway. off track. Uh, now we've got the review for the 78 version of Dawn of the Dead. And this is by, oh God, 
Grushevsky. 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 He's a chef who likes to ski, and it's titled. Hmm. Spoilers. Just like Mama used to make. I don't know why he's put it like that. I have no idea. Just like Bobby used to be. He's no. got, mmm, spoilers. Alright, okay. Like it's yummy. Spoilers aren't yummy. They're the least yummy thing I can think of. It's not like it's cheese. Anyway. Well, this movie started out with lots of people running around, shooting zombies, and it ended that way with just shooting in between. Basically, watch the film for five minutes and you have the whole plot set out. Watch the last five and you see the ending. Ha! <laughs> <Duh. laughs> If you want to stick around for about another hour watching what's in between, bad makeup, blood that looks like pain, and generally annoying actors who repeat the same stuff over and over and over again, then enjoy. But in my opinion, every copy of this movie should be burned and its memory wiped from mankind to make the world a better place. Oh, and for those people who like this 90-minute spectacular, get a life and start watching better movies. (laughs) Don't that... That line earlier sounds like a Daily Mash headline. Man who watches, man who watches the last five minutes of film sees ending. <laughs> <It does. laughs> I mean, he's not wrong in his context. I'm kind of agreeing with him. Not a lot of stuff happens in middle. I think loads happens in middle. Yeah, what happens? Well, that's a character development. What we love to see, as I said last time. You love to see. I'm saying that I want to care about what I'm watching die. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds psychotic or not. It does. Yeah. It sounds very psychotic. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting review. Um, do you know what's funny? When when I was looking for reviews, mm. that was one of the ones that I picked out that as oh, man, I'm, we might use this one. Okay. Great minds, eh? Great minds. Yeah, purely because of, and, and the whole reason I wanted to pick it was purely because of the the last five minutes. I guess we ended up the film. Because uh, just like yeah, I was like, yes. Yes, obvious. Mm-hmm. 18 of. Um, so, yeah. Should we acapella it out? We don't acapella it out for one star review. Why? Yeah. You leave the audience wanting more. Oh. I mean, if you want, if you, if you want to give them something a little bit extra and special, fair, you can do. That was our. One. One. Sorry, you. Bom, boom, bom. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, you had to have the last bomb, didn't you? Well, everyone says that you got that was that difficult second album, clearly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, what now, guys? Probably should find out who won. Probably should. Probably should. Are we ready for it? Yeah, this is the part normally we're revealing. <laughs> we wait for our next nine no, out. Oh, yeah, we're going to get a week, and then we're going to come back and just do this bit. It's going to be like a film where it's just static or whatever it was for 97 hours or the same thing. We're just going to put podcasts that are 30 hours long. And then just have the last line. Much like that film. Just catch, <laughs> catch the last 30 seconds. You'll hear the ending. <laughs> Is there any, um, or was there any, honourable mentions in terms of films we didn't pick up on? No. We honourable mentioned last week. I gave you a top five of what people voted for. 
a bit pushing for my honourable mention. I do have a, I do have a one that no one mentioned last week, and it was it was vying with my other, my favourite zombie film. I can't believe no one mentioned it. The Battery. Oh. No one mentioned The Battery. No, they didn't. I haven't seen it yet. It's so good. I know, I can, I'm so sad. I've got it. I've just not watched it. I can understand. I can understand that people think it's it's more of a road movie. It's more of a buddy movie than it is a zombie film. So I can I understand why people didn't immediately go to it. But it's brilliant. Well, it, do you know? I think when you ask people to name zombie films, I think we get caught very much in what we instantly know. Mm. And you forget some like proper gems. Nobody mentioned Nights Eat the World, Night the Night Eats the World, which is Not an awesome French zombie flick. Nobody mentions La Horde, uh, which is another awesome French zombie flick, which is kind of in the style of the raid. Yeah, so, like whether working up that apartment building. Oh, let uh, let is let Affamez. It is Affamez. Yeah, the the French zombie film that showed at Fright Fest Glasgow a couple of years ago. Which one's that? A zombie film. <laughs> a French... Oh, there's, not, there's not really much else to say about it other than it is a French zombie film. But it's really, really it's good. It's with the elevator, is it? Which I think is another... No. no. Uh, what we have done, though, is pick just French zombie horrors to then bring to the table. <laughs> just that. Other than the battery. Uh, well, French zombie horrors are good. Uh, it, it is a good trait. And then let's not forget some classics. Kill Zombie. Mm-hmm. The... Um, Dutch comedy zombie film, Night of the Living Dead. One Cut of the Dead. Fabulous. One Cut of the Dead. There's so many good mm. ones. But mine, mine Zom- still rinse with me. Zombie for Sale, that played this year's Glasgow. Zombie for Sale, oh, so funny. Let's not, let's not focus on all the films that we didn't pick and that aren't going to win, and let's focus on what is going to win. Okay. One of our films. Drum roll, please, sir. I think that's the thing. I think we 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 all feel that Return of the Dead was a very very worthy winner. We all loved it. We yes. all scored it very. We all scored it high. Yeah, we. I think we all loved it. Thank you. I think it was a worthy winner. I was shocked to fuck. Not gonna lie, there was no way I was walking away when 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 we very first got Dawn of the Dead, uh, seventy eight version. As the fourth film, I was like, Pointless Any was doing this. It's like Alien all over again. <laughs> I did. I was like, We're screwed. And then when when I when it, listening to Yartu's reactions, I was like, Oh, I'm in with a shot here. Mm. Um, and then when we first opened the vote, and I saw that the only things that were being voted for were the two Dawn of the Dead, I was like, Oh, it looks like Faze actually snuck in and stole it. Like, which would have been a very unexpected win, be really being up against Stone of the Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I did it again. Top of the world, man. You did well done. Well Just done. to let you know, um, it did win, but it did only come in with a grade of B. 
Um, so, still not beaten. Um, I think the highest win of the season so far, which does belong to you, Fair, mm-hmm. with Scream. Uh, I'll take, I'll take my close. small victories where I can. Yeah, I think that's followed by Anna and the Apocalypse. So I think they're the top two films that we've we've done so far. Sweet. Can't really complain, can you? No. Um, yeah, um, we were followed by... Um, so just to grade the other films as well, both The Dawn of the Dead came in with a grade C. Mm-hmm. And uh, Life After Beth came in with a grade D. <laughs> I just think I think I think you were you know obviously the the, the idea is that we're picking our favourites that fall within a genre mm. um, and we should be true to ourselves and I think that what you did Chris was pick something that was true to you that wouldn't necessarily appeal to the masses um, but I also think this gives us an opportunity of where we do come across them like like life after films like life after death which not everyone will have seen. Like we get, we get, you know, we're giving them a, not giving them a chance. We're we're kind of trying to introduce them to people as well. Yeah, so I think it was a good choice um, to do. Um, true to you, but it just weren't good enough. It's <laughs> it's unlucky that one person voted for it. I want to know. I wanna, hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter if you're the person who voted for Life After Bear. Chris, it was me because I felt sorry for you. Was it, <laughs> Was it really? No. no. no, no, no. Someone out, someone out there. Don't be ashamed. Don't. It's fine. You can. People won't ridicule you. Yeah. I sat there and watched the astronauts' wives get no votes. So I'm pretty. I'm not going to feel sorry for nobody anymore. I've seen what it, I know what it's like to be that lower end of the. Um, the spectrum. The voting poll. Yeah. And I also know what it's like to be so close to... So me and Faye on this one got the same amount of votes. And that's so frustrating because... Only frustrating because if... if I would not have won if we hadn't got the same amount of votes. If one more person had voted for you, you'd have probably took this again, Faye. But it didn't work out that way, so... No. We can't go on what-ifs. We can't go... No, because there is no what-ifs. There is only what-is... Yeah, how philosophical of you. <laughs> anyway, I have one. Um, well done. And that would normally mean that I would get to pick the next um, genre for the next for the next episode. And I am still going to pick that genre for the next episode. Mm-hmm. But we've uh, we've decided to do something different, haven't we, Fair? We so have. I'll let, you, I'll let you explain what we're going to do for next week. Um, basically, this... this... Things going off in the world that are far more important than anything else right now and um, standing with the Black Lives Matter movement, we would like to just do a special on talking about our favourite black creators, directors, actresses and just basically giving a platform for black content. Uh, There's plenty to choose from. It won't won't be like a normal episode where we pit them against each other because it's just going to be more of a discussion piece. Um, so we're all just going to have a little research over the next week or so and just pick our favourite films and just have a, a general discussion about them. Looking forward to catching back up on some some favourites we haven't seen in quite a while and some favourites that we've watched repeatedly over and over and over again. It's talking about us. <laughs> I don't know what Faye's going to discuss. 
Um, Listen, if I'm bringing in Jordan Peele from my corner, there's nothing wrong with that, okay? No. Nothing. No. Um, and it's not to say, so some of these films probably will make it into uh, future episodes, mm. I'm guessing, when we are putting them against it. But yeah, it would just be nice to, rather than have a competition, let's just celebrate the, the talent and the, the entertainment that's been given to the whole community mm-hmm. from, from people of the black community. So yes, and I guess as well in turn, if you do listen to this episode and you are uh, a black person who is making films, projects, music, podcasts, books, blogs, whatever you do, and you you want you know you want somebody else out there to start sharing your content and your stuff, then it's up because we're more than happy to support. Yeah, definitely uh, talent because mm-hmm. that's what it is, talent. But for now, we'll just uh, finish with me once again saying <laughs> victory. Should we give him a round of applause one we'll more give time? Give him a I wouldn't know. Uh, I wouldn't double applause normally, but for Return of the Living Dead, I will. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, that's it then. I guess. So uh, as you, as uh, as always, I've been Mercer. I've been Faye. And I've been Chris. And we've been... <laughs> I just wanted to do some really cheesy. And we've been... Um, I spit on your grades. <laughs> Nobody else can see me tweaking my nipple there, but that's how I ended it. Thank you. Nobody can see me right now. Mm, but... I'm like a hobo. Thank you for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 To keep up to date with everything we're doing, or if you want to contact us at all, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook and Letterboxd by searching for I Spit on Your Grids, Twitter by searching for the handle at SpitGrids, or you can email us on electricpossums at gmail.com.